Welcome to the 141st episode of the Crack Die podcast. Hello. Hooray. As I was saying that number, I was like, man, do you remember like how stoked we were to get to like episode 10? Yeah. I was like, yay, we hadn't quit. Yeah, pretty pretty much, actually. Yeah. And now we're 141 episodes into this. With no end in sight, everyone. Stay tuned. No, not at all. Not at all. But I'm super excited. I think we're finally getting to the meat and bones of this investigation. I think it's a nice little change from combat after combat after combat after combat after combat. And it's been nice role playing. I'll just pull the curtain back a little bit. I love when we have role play episodes because the editing that has to happen on them is so much less because there's so much less rules look up. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I always liked the combat episodes better for editing just because like somebody has a turn and somebody has a turn and then somebody has a turn. So there's not a lot of like people talking over each other. Back in the day when I was editing, you literally have to like create space in the episode and then move people apart so that one person said something and then the other person said something without affecting the rest of the episode. That's true. But you know what? Now we have an editor and we love them because they are amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Nate. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, editing Nate. I don't know why I had that accent for a second. (laughs) So last episode, we did a bunch more of investigation. You went and spoke to the captain of the guard. Rolo, no one asked his name, but Rolo, brother of Olo of Agents of Edgewatch, found out that the missing student was sentenced to community service and then disappeared after that. They were heading back to their home at the academy and never made it there and has not been seen since. The theory from most of the guard is that they just ran away to avoid doing community service. You guys don't necessarily, I don't think you guys necessarily believe that, but that's what the guards are feeling. You then spoke to the Shawanti in the old dock area of Old Curvosa, where you learned that Grey Maidens have actually been in this city, even though they've been trying to keep a low profile. You agreed to return an artifact that was given to you from the Academy which happens to properly belongs to the Shawanti. So you decided to return that to them. You were told you could use it during this time, but if you would please return it when you are done, that would be wonderful. You were deciding to head to get dinner because it is seven o'clock at night on Oath Day, the 3rd of Lamashan in 4719 AR. And you were approached by a statuesque, which was the word I couldn't remember last episode, statuesque, dark-skinned woman wearing chainmail and a red cloak and a large sword at her side. And she said to you, I believe, stop sticking your noses where they don't belong. All right, Twin Tail and get her. So Twin Tail is going to turn to Ooh and be like, do you know her spouse or something? (laughs) Do I know this woman, Sean? Give me a society or warfare lore. Anybody or just Ooh? Just do. I have been rolling like absolute shit today. Uh, so I will take that hero point and I will just go ahead and re-roll that. That natural one. That beautiful natural one. Oh, or 25. Okay. You know, Ooh, you have been in so many ports. The face kind of looks familiar, but you just can't quite put your finger on it. Maybe you slept with her or someone. Uh, you're not too sure. 
All right, baby girl, I do not remember you. Turn around. Let me see your chaps. She glares at you. Uh, or not. It's fine. But I don't remember you, and I don't know what your problem is. So if you've got a problem, say it to my face. You and your little group here keep interfering with things, and I would like to ask you to stop. Are you asking us to stop or are you telling us to stop? Because those are two different things. Also, you said you'd like to do it, but you didn't do it, which is a weird thing to say. What I'm saying is it would be best for you and your health if you stopped. That sounds like you're threatening us. I smell fear. Give me a perception roll, everyone. Secret, secret. <laughs> oh, it is. God, Hang on. Secret. Sean, roll our dice. Yeah, I roll all of your dice. Perception for all of you. Ooh, and Twin Talon. You're absolutely right, Ooh. There is kind of an air of, like, nervousness about her. Like, despite the bluster she's presenting, you can tell she's kind of like, oh, I just, uh, uh, exactly like that. So she's just making, like, non-intelligible noises? No, she's like putting on a strong front, but there's nothing behind her words, really. Like, you think she's trying to size you up, but not necessarily for a fight, just to see how you all handle things like this. So let me give you a piece of advice. You shouldn't pick a fight with someone of whose strength you are unsure. Now, if you think you can take us, by all means, let's see how that goes. But if you're at least the littlest bit unsure, Maybe you should think twice about the side that you're on, because if it comes down the line and your plan is to stand in our way, it would be a shame to waste your talents serving someone or something that will not appreciate your sacrifice. Can you give me a diplomacy role, please? Sure. 26. So you see her visibly kind of relax and go, you're... You're absolutely right. I apologize. May I start again? By all means. My name is Zarva Almaxis. I am a member of the Grey Maidens, and I am here investigating the appearance of Queen Iliosa's appearances. I came here with a group of my fellow Grey Maidens. However, our leader, Yanes, is missing. I'm quite sure the answer is no, but I have gotten wind that you are investigating Queen Iliosa's appearances, and I'm asking to see if you will help me find my missing member of my party. Zarva, as I understand it, the Grey Maidens are no more. What faction of their remnants do you call friends? We are a faction that is currently in the employ of... Abigail II, the Imperial Magistrix of Cheliax. We are simply here to see why Iliosa may be reappearing, and if she were to be reappearing, bring her to Cheliax. She was Chelaxian, and we believe that her returning to Cheliax is probably what is best for her and for us. Have you heard these folks missing, that there are disappearances? Yes, we are concerned that Yanis is one of those missing people. She said that she was going on a personal errand and has failed to return. Myself and my three associates are beginning to worry. When was that? Two or three nights ago. Okay. And do you have any idea what direction she went or what part of the city she was last seen in? We do not. She kept it very uh, secretive. 
if you would give me a moment to confer with my colleagues. Yes, please. Uh, again, I apologize for coming in such a harsh tone. Uh, however, I wanted to see if you were really as strong as everyone is saying you were, or if you would back down. Oh, we're much too stupid to back down. But give us a moment. So Twintel will huddle up with the group. I will have nothing to do with the people who almost ended my life years ago. The part of the Grey Maidens that serve Cheliacs, that's the Order of Aranese, isn't it? My sister suffered greatly at the hands of Queen Eliosa, but whoever this is, whoever's causing these disappearances, whoever's creating these images, Yunes might have been taken by them as well. So if we work together, we might find them faster. But I was going to offer our assistance on the condition that if and when we find their leader, they leave Corvosa and do not come back. You don't think they'd be useful to help us with any other dangers we might find? A miniature army? Depends on the the threat, I suppose, but they're very good at holding a line. They're, they're able to combat. So I will not deny them that, but I have no interest in them being in Corvosa any longer than they have to. Those are not good people. Nor can you really trust them as far as you can throw them unless you call yourself a Grey Maiden, whether from either faction. So if we are to ally with them, we need to do so, keeping a very, very close watch. Mm. I'll leave it up to your discretion. I don't think this is something for the others of us to decide. We should take their weapons just in case and sell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great plan. We'll definitely think about that. All right, so Tintan will turn around. Zarva, we will help you in your search for your missing comrade with the condition that when this is all over, you and your order leave Corvosa and do not return. Corvosa needs no more influence from the Order of Aranese. That is completely fair. In return for any news about our missing leader, we promise to leave Corvosa quietly and to never return again. Where can we find you if we do find any information or if we would need assistance in retrieving her? We are in an abandoned building in the North Point neighborhood called the Whitecaps. We are there. Is there any other information that I could potentially help you find your niece? Have you discovered any other information about the appearances of Feliosa? What causes them or who might be behind it? We have not. I'll be completely honest with you. Yanice is the only one who has been here before. The three of us who were recently recruited, we have never actually been to the city here. We've only been recruited one or two years ago. Your face does not bear the telltale scars of those true Grey Maidens. It does. And you see her kind of wave her hand and she drops a glamour that's been kind of over her face. We have been trying to move about the city without causing a disturbance. We know our presence here would cause a great many people to be alarmed, and we do not want to do that. We merely want to find out about if the sightings of Iliosa here are legitimate manifestations of her soul attempting to return. Is this the same Grey Maiden that um, had encountered Knife Sword? No. Knife Sword saw someone in Grey Maiden armor, which I will share with you that picture now. She is quite clearly not wearing her Grey Maiden armor. She is trying to stay as low profile as possible. She does have a red cloak and she does have a great sword on her hip. That is it. She's wearing standard chain mail. None of this garb that you are now seeing is on except for the sword. If you look at the hilt close enough, you can see the markings of the Grey Maidens. But even that is kind of wrapped in like leather to kind of hide that from anyone. Would you or any of your group 
be walking around in full Grey Maiden regalia? No, that would be a mark for death. Huh. So Twintown will kind of look at Knife Sword. He shrugs. Uh-huh. Saws what I saw is. Well, I believe you, pal. Why do you think that someone might do that? So the whole festival is to celebrate our defeat and the defeat of Queen Iliosa. So perhaps someone was dressing as one of us for the costume contest. What do you know about the costume contest? Maybe they were going to do a performance where, you know, with some magic, they burn a gray maiden and show up in a different costume afterwards? I don't know. I have heard tale of the costume contest being quite a spectacular event. Give me more information. That's all I know. But if you were to come speak with my sisters, they might have more information. But I have given you all the information that I know. Mm-hmm. What kind of costumes would the judges favor? Again, I have never been here before. I only know what has been told to me by my missing captain. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Or it's to the backpack with you. Stop giving people... Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go to dinner. You hang tight, and we'll be in touch. Thank you. So you head into the inn, and you have a lovely little lunch, or dinner, I guess, at this point. It would be dinner. Lovely hunks of venison and thick stew with a cool water ranch doritos yeah (laughs) so okay so uh after we've finished and we fill our bellies so what do you think folks do you think we have time to do one more investigation before we turn in or are we gonna go see that um sickly i was gonna say gonna go see the halfling yeah if that's what you want to do it is after dark might as well okay let's head down to east shore do we notice anybody following us let me roll let's make lots of lefts just eight lefts in a row Uh, that's not good. <laughs> so for all of you who don't know, Sean is just rolling our dice for us, which we can't tell and making noises. So even we are like, what the fuck? You guys don't see anyone following you. Great. <laughs> did you roll for Jasper? Yes, I did. Oh, I can roll for Jasper. And Tesani. And Tesani. All right. Let me roll for these two. And Knife Sword. <laughs> I did roll for Knife Sword. I'm going to get Tesani. Tesani's medium size. I'm going to get her like a coat. <laughs> yeah, nothing to see here, folks. No one following you. All right. So across High Bridge, I guess, to the south and across High Bridge to the uh, what's it called the East Shore. Or I guess we go across North Bridge and then down through Thief Camp and to the East Shore. Either way, doesn't matter. So you head to Polly Shore. There's a weasel there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You head into the Bard's End, which is a very raucous tavern. You see that it is very lively and there are people here after morning all day, they are drinking and trying to drink away their sadness. They keep trying to find answers at the bottom of a mug, and when they can't, they refill it and try again. There is a bard playing slightly somber music in the background, as well as the smell of fresh baking bread filling the air. Do we want to know what end of the bard this thing is named after? I don't think we do. Okay. In one of the corners, you see this blue-green halfling, as if expecting you. Okay, so we'll sidle up her way. Good evening. Hello. Believe you wish to see us? Yes. She kind of looks to the left, looks to the right, and is like, you are the group investigating the occurrences and appearances in the town. Am I correct? Yeah, that's us. Excellent. And the costume contest. But yes. Yes. And the costume contest. We're very interested in that as well, apparently. Who is asking? I'm asking. Nope. Oh, I give up. <laughs> My name is Salia. I am 
from Ravnul, and I'm investigating appearances like this. See, I have a theory, and uh, it's that Hell has released the souls of dead tyrants to gain a foothold here on the material plane since the dawn of the Age of Lost Omens. I'm a little fuzzy on some of the details at the moment, but several events in the recent decade have uh, pointed me to this. There was the rise of the power of the Thrones in Cheliax, and after decades of royal infighting, it's clear that the Cheliax's new queen, Abigail II, somehow benefited from the direct assistance of Abigail I, the ruler who first bound Cheliax to hell. I also recently investigated a series of hauntings in the city of Cantargo, where the tyrant Brazali Thrun was haunting the city. I then heard that the former queen here decided to show up. Time and time again, a similar phenomenon like this, we see the legacies of infernal tyrants along the west coast of Avistan cast their diabolic shadow. These can't all be coincidences. Okay. And what has your studies uncovered? That is what I'm working on. So, thus far, nothing? It can't be a coincidence. It's just, there's too many of these things happening. Well, as it happens, we were in Kintargo, and that happened, and it seemed to be nothing more than political rabble-rousers. Here's what I want to know. What led you to believe that we were garnering some attention from somebody? And who is that somebody? Oh, well, when you were talking to people around the town, your descriptions kind of started getting passed around just from word of mouth about people asking about the recent events who obviously weren't from around here. You know, just you haven't been keeping a quite a low profile or anything. But you said some negative attention. So who's negative attention? I mean, look at you. You're all dressed very nicely. You have shining weapons. You just you stick out here a little bit. Because we're dressed well and we have equipment? Yes. I mean, have you seen most of the people here? They don't dress like that. You are clearly adventurers from the outside. Like, your mere presence is, is, you know, you haven't been stealthy. Let's put it that way. It wasn't hard to find you in the inn either. Well, we're not trying to be stealthy. We're looking for information. Yes, yes, yes. I would just, I don't know. I would be careful. If there is some nefarious things going on here, like I suspect there are, I would just warn you to be careful. There was, in fact, in my little investigations, because again, I stand out here too. I noticed that some of the nights when I've been investigating things, I feel like there's, I've been being watched or someone's been following me. And as I turn around, the shadows wriggle and move a little bit. And I think I see something, but there's never anyone there. So I just warn you to be careful. Shadows that wriggle and move. Have we heard this before? Have we seen something like that before? I mean, there's the shadow creatures that the Rakshasas summon. There's also a knife sword. Yeah. Peeks from out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> he does his best microwave impression. Okay. I was really hoping there was more information here other than you should be careful because you stand out. Well, just saying. I, I am hoping to... Uh, use a ritual to call spirits to contact souls brought directly to hell without being judged on a theory that I have. Uh, that theory is that by bypassing the regular route to the afterlife with Phrasma, these spirits could have key information about infernal machinations. You know, that might be helpful, but I don't have all of the equipment to do the ritual quite yet. And one of the items I wanted to look at to peruse seems to be missing from the, uh, Long Acre records. 
I wanted to look at that contract. You want to have a seance with some ghosties and baddies because you think that that will somehow tie up some loose knots for you? Doesn't that sound dangerous? This seems like an increasingly bad idea. Right? Is it just me? Am I going crazy? (laughs) Probably. Both answered that way too quickly. (laughs) Just saying, if I can find the research and get the answers, we could potentially stop more things like this from happening. Why do you care? I'm a denizen of the world. Of course I would care. I don't want towns to, you know, be thrown under tyrannical rule again. I I lived in the shadow of Imperial Cheliax, and I've long been fascinated and horrified by how the machinations of hell leverages souls to increase Asmodeus's power over the great beyond, particularly in ways that go beyond the simple transformation of partitioners into devils. I've dedicated my life to studying these infernal phenomena, and, and my investigations recently brought me here. Are you worried that you're just seeing what you want to see? Now, that wouldn't be a very good researcher or investigator or anything like that. Are you saying I'm not very good at my job? Well, I would agree. What I'm saying is the one in Brazali Throne, that was some, uh, as my colleague said, some rabble rousers in the city trying to use that to frighten people for political gain. It's an easy target. It's a figure that everyone knows. It generates fear. It's recent enough that it's still in the in the zeitgeist of the minds of the people. It's distracting. Every time it happens, the city guard has to go deal with it. Why would that necessarily be an evil spirit returning? Is it not more likely that it's someone using her image for some other purpose? I think that before you summon the denizens of hell directly to our plane, bypassing Phrasma, on the off chance they may have some information, I think that is incredibly reckless and dangerous. Well, that is a good point. Uh, Well, here, she hands you a sack. I think I'm going to head back home, but maybe you can use this now that I'm leaving and you've completely destroyed my life's work. Here, just just take this. And she hands you a satchel containing four doses of silver sheen and a single vial of good aligned oil. Were you expecting a fight with the devil? If I was going to summon one here and it got out of hand, I wanted to make sure I could handle it. At least you were prepared. Thank you. Well, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Bye. I was going to say you have good instincts, but maybe reading a little further into these things instead of just going with face value is something to pursue. Perhaps, perhaps. Well, I think I'm going to go to bed and then I'll continue doing my research tomorrow. Okay. And if you're dead set on this ritual, just let us know where and when. Ooh, oh, oh, excellent, excellent. I will continue working on acquiring all of the items and I will let you know when I am ready. Great. Do you have any idea where you might acquire all of the items? Yeah, from the marketplace. What about the more esoteric things like things you want to actually inquire about? I merely want to speak with them and see if I bypassing Phrasma if it makes it easier for them to become devils. Yes, but if you wanted to speak to Iliosa herself, how are you going to get your hands on the, uh, the contract? Oh, well, yes, that is a problem. I'm trying to figure out who stole it or where it went, but I've had no such luck recently. Mm, so no leads? No. Well, we might have to pay them a visit and see if we can uh, figure something out ourselves. If you do, please let me know. Okay. Don't count on it, especially if you're going to be summoning things that should not be summoned. Anyway, bye-bye. Good night. Sleep with one eye open. I mean, good night. <laughs> I'm going to need to clutch my pillow tight. Don't let the surrender bringer bite. Exit.
Right. Is this a sex thing? <laughs> Maybe. You don't know what I mean, too. Yeah. I'm not into that. Just looks over at Ooh, just like, mm, don't need to bring gods into this. Yeah, well... <laughs> Ooh, nods. All right. I guess maybe if it's that time of night. Actually, if you don't mind, I'd like to make a detour back to the North Point to check out the record place. The Longacre House? Yeah, Longacre House. You can, but it is a government building, so it is... Likely closed at this point of night. Yeah. That's actually what I'm banking on. Oh. Do you want to break into the record hall? I want to see how easy it is to break in. Okay. Great. Love it. So you head over to the Long Acre building. So, Sean, I just want to take a second here. Those of you listening, this is why it's a horrible idea sometimes to give players the freedom to choose what they want to do, because then they pick a thing that you weren't prepared for. Anyway, Sean, continue. <laughs> it's fine. Also, we're sorry, Sean. No, you're not. It's fine. No, I'm not. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Roz. It's fine. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I'm watching you, Mike Wazowski. Always watching. <sighs> Annie Hoozle. Oh, this will work. Annie Hoozle. Who's a You all head to the Long Acre building. As you are headed there, you are stopped by two guards. Flash them the writ. Can we help you? Flash them my tits. <laughs> no, no. No, no. The writ, the writ. Let's see what they want first. Good grief. Can we help you? Where are you headed at this time of night? Why are you asking? We're on orders to uh, make sure everyone is in bed by the curfew that is being set right now. We've had reports of people getting abducted and disappearing. Oh, really? Because your guard captain didn't seem to know anything about that. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, so... Unless you have some sort of reason that you would be out of this hour, we're going to have to ask you to uh, head back in. Who's your guard captain again? Can we see your badge number? What's he look like? What's your name? What costume are you wearing? <laughs> what is your name? What is your quest? What is your favorite color? Sorry, just face palming. <laughs> well, it's funny you're all asking these questions. Can I get you all to roll a perception roll for me? Nope, because you're going to have to do it for us. Ha! God! Damn it! Secret rolls! Suck it, Sean! Secret rolls from Sean! Secret rolls from Sean! I like how we have a different song every time. <laughs> We're very musical people. We are. It's incredibly entertaining and I love it. We're musical people! We're musical, musical people! people. We're musical people! <laughs> <laughs> oh my... You are all blind. Apparently. Like, you're all... Terrible at rolling things. This is bad. I have a plus 21. No, we're just getting Sean's dice luck because he's doing all the rolling. Oh. That's true. If you want us to roll privately. I would really enjoy that, please, then. <laughs> well, I have good news and bad news. Okay. <laughs> the good news is someone rolled a natural 20. The bad news is it was knife sword. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that bad news? Have you heard his descriptions? I love his descriptions. Great. So, Knife Sword. Actually, it's quite good that you're the one who noticed this. Oh, it's a battle map. Oh, no. No, it's not. It's a roleplay map. What are you talking about? Sorry. It's a roleplay map. Sorry. My bad. Knife Sword. As you look at these guards, you notice that their eyes are a little, like, dazed. Hmm. Like, you've seen this happen before. 
when Ooh was dealing with that creature in the caves recently and she couldn't control her actions, they kind of have that same glazed over appearance. Okay, quick question. Yes? Would Reed Aura help me confirm this? Yes, yes it would. I'm going to cast Reed Aura. You can tell that these guards are being dominated mm. by who and by what that you don't know but they are being dominated oh yeah long night tonight guys no more than normal oh man you look kind of rough looks like you've been uh ooed from a sharp tooth guy you know what i mean you know what i mean huh 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 Ooh, from a sharp tooth guy yeah yeah get it get it yeah you know huh huh they're looking at you like what the hell are you talking about Okay. Who doesn't get it? <laughs> Brandon also doesn't get it. No need to worry, officers. Uh, we were just on our way away. You better be. You bravely ran away. Hey, can you guys give us a recommendation of a good inn to go to? Uh, wherever you've been staying, that's the best inn to go to. Okay. Are you guys going to be participating in the costume contest? Oh, yeah. No, we're city employees. We're not allowed to partake in the costume contest. Don't you find that unfair? Immensely. You should work on getting that changed. How would we go about that? Stand up for yourselves. Get together. Group action. Nonviolent, of course, but group action. We've been a little busy dealing with the ghosts that have been showing up. Have you now? What have you been doing about that? What is it to you? We're the ones in charge here. Well, we just like to know that the populace is being protected. Well, we also want to know what not to do so we're not in your way. Don't be in our way. How's that? Well, of course, but specifics. We are telling you... To return to your domiciles. Please go there now or... Or... Okay, we'll head there. But can we pick up this conversation later? No. Oh, come on. All right. No, no, I am curious. Or or what exactly? Or we will be forced to move you there on our own. Do you know where we're staying? If you keep back talking and sassing us like this, it's going to be the jail. We know the warden. That's great. So do I. All right. Well, let's leave these uh, these fine gentlemen to their rounds. They're just doing their jobs. Let's just let's do what he says. As it so happens, it's actually behind you where we need to go. Mm, of course. Convenient. Not particularly if you're in our way. I would say more so inconvenient, yes. But you're walking that direction anyway. Okay. They step aside and let you guys pass by them. Okay. Head along. We're not going to try to arrest us. Great. So as you pass by them, they attempt to attack you. So I'm going to need initiatives from everyone. Of course they do. What a bunch of dickbags. Right. You guys weren't cooperating. Yeah, we were. We, we were. We were telling them where we had to go. Yeah, we were moving. So, Christine, what did you get for your initiative? 31. 31. Haya. 35. 35. Heidi. 28. Okay. Matt. Trujillo got a 30. All right. All right. Respectable. And Rob, what did Knife Sword get? How much did you beat Quintalan by this time? 21. You didn't beat him at all. I'm disappointed in you. No, no, I beat him by 21. I don't think that's true. Oh, wow. So you have a 51 initiative? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I drank some coffee before we left the last tavern. <laughs> Goblin raid. No. Uh, okay. So you have a 21 initiative. Great. Brianna, you are going first. 
Okay, so would they go first? Weren't they attacking us? I, I don't I don't know. There are no more surprise rounds anymore. I assume we get their like rough grab on the shoulder and now we're all in combat. Yeah. Cool. Let's say Brianna will step around. Is this difficult terrain with the trough there? No, that it's a fairly clear street. Cool. To give somebody thing I'm braining about, you guys know. Flunks. Flanking. There we go. Phew. But yes, she will step around this person and swing. All right. If I find. Okay. We're going to keep her usual disrupting scimitar. How's a 36? A 36. That will critically hit, but they're going to use a reaction called nimble dodge, which increases their AC by two. So it is now no longer a critical hit. It is just a regular hit. So they're rogues. 22 points of damage. Oof. All right. And as my final action, she will raise her shield. Suck it, bad guys. If these guys are dominated, should we maybe not murder face them all the way? I was going to say that I'm not doing lethal damage. Okay, that's fine. Non-lethal and lethal damage are handled the exact same way. The really, it's only your last strike that's going to matter if it's lethal or non-lethal. Also, when you take a non-lethal attack, I believe it's minus two. If you're using a weapon that's normally lethal, then yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, if you're using and spells cannot be non-lethal unless you have the non-lethal spell feat. Correct. Unless it's mental damage, because mental damage is by default non-lethal. Great. Thank you. I had to look up all this shit for the other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So... Now, a mysterious figure is going to shoot at Brianna as a, oh, good lord, as an arrow flies out of the air and sticks in your shield. They critically miss. Okay. Are they named? Everyone draws crit misses, but if the attack used a projectile weapon, I did, something on the weapon malfunctions, requiring you to spend two interact actions to fix. So as this arrow comes out of nowhere and hits you in the shield, you hear fuck as the string on their bow slides off. What direction did that come in from? It came from the west and above you. Okay. All right, Soraya, it is your turn. That was all three of Brianna's actions? I moved, I swung, and I raised a shield. Okay, perfect. She is going to double brew some dread ampules because those do mental damage. And she's going to chuck the first one at the guy right in front of her. He's like 10 feet away. Pfft, 23. That is a miss. I'm going to hero point that because we haven't done that. <laughs> we haven't had combat in a while, so why not? Yeah, all right. Reroll that attack. That's more like it. 34. 34 will hit. Just regular hit. Okay, so uh, with a Dread Ampule, the target becomes Frightened 1 and takes 2d6 mental damage. Let's roll that Armash, as Heidi would say. (laughs) So that is 9 mental damage, and I'm not at the right angle to hit the other guy with the splash, so I will leave that for now. He is frightened, so I'm going to aim the other one at his companion there. And that's for a 22, which I assume also misses. Yes, only because of the nimble dodge. Wait, the one right in front of Brianna? Yes. Didn't he nimble dodge against her? Yes, it happens until he loses his... I thought it was a reaction. It is. Gains a plus two circumstance bonus to AC against... The, oh, the triggering attack. I'm sorry. That is correct. Uh, 22 is still a miss, though. But Nimble Dodge is not on there. <laughs> you said it was because of the Nimble Dodge, but okay, fine. Sorry. No, no. I just... Numbers hurt. Anyway, go on. Now we know that they don't have the Nimble Dodge for everyone else, though. 
Is that it for you? Yep, I made two bombs and I threw two bombs. All right, Twin Talon. Twin Talon is going to touch his chest and he's going to... Clutch his pearls. He's going to clutch his pearls now. He's going to touch his chest and he's going to say, Chameleon, keep me out of sight, both in darkness and in light. And when he says that, he fades from view. He just disappears where he stands. Are you invisible now? I am improved invisible now. That's awesome. Nice. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, Twin Town is then going to move forward. And he's going to try to climb up stealthily. He's going to stealth up onto the roof of the building next to this guy. Okay. Trying to get eyes on whoever it is that just shot at Brianna. That is a fair request. <sighs> okay. It's going to take you one action to climb, one action to move up there. So I believe you have one more action left. Well, the chameleon thing was actually two actions. So it's only five feet to the edge of the building. So he'll start his ascent however, however far he gets up. Oh, okay. Ooh. Since I see Twin Talon going up the side of the wall, I don't see anything. I'm trying to decide. Maybe I'll put myself there. I'm going to go there. Time for a fun time. I don't know. And I will strike with, is it implied that I had my thing out or I actually have to pull like my, my axe or my sword or whatever. You got to whip it out this time. <sighs> I got to whip it out this time. All right, I whip it out for a second action. I swing at this gentleman on the left. All right. For 36. Though a gentleman on the left, that is a critical hit. Suck it. Douchebag. Oh, I'm not raging. I should have raged. <laughs> Oh, I also do that first. Number 12. This is my battle axe is bludgeoning, right? Slashing. Slashing. Okay. This is called Tangled, the crit effect. You can attempt to grapple the target as a free action. This uses the same multiple attack penalty as your attack and doesn't count toward your multiple attack penalty. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to attempt to grab him or do you want to not do that? If I grapple, can I can I attack first and then grapple? It's a free action. You did attack, so you're going to get that damage no matter what. So it's still going to be 34. And then I can grapple. And then you can grapple as a free action. And you're just grabbing it with your free hand. So it doesn't stop you from then just wailing on it with the axe after that. Okay. I will do just that then. So 34 damage. Yep. Then give me an athletics check, please. Athletics. <laughs> 34. Uh, you critically succeed. The target is restrained until the end of your next turn, unless you move or your target escapes. Open season, boys. You move, you drew. That's it. That's it for your turn. It is now the guard that Brianna s- swung at. It's going to take its short sword directly at you. 35. When you say you, do you mean ooh or Brianna? Brianna, I'm sorry. Brianna. That's okay. 35 will hit. Yes. Yes, for 14 points of damage. It scratches her cheek and she grins. Just you wait. Then they're going to swing their sword back at you again, Brianna, for a natural one, (laughs) which is a 15. Draw that crit fail. You know what to do. I take one persistent bleed damage. It's called pinprick. Oh, bless. So he swung his sword back around and hits himself. And for their last attack, they're going to swing at Ooh. Ooh's going to be easier to hit, right? <laughs> 18. And that's a critical miss. Critical miss! You are slowed two until the end of your next turn, which means <laughs> they lose two actions on their turn. 
<laughs> I'm not happy about that. I don't like that. Don't like that at all. What's going to make my day even worse is it's now Knife Sword's turn. So first thing I'm going to be is uh, take it easy on these guys. They're not in their right mind. And then I'm going to cast... I'm going to try something. I don't know if this is going to work because I don't know who I'm going to contact. I'm going to cast Telepathy on the guy next to Brianna. And I'm going to try to communicate with the actual guard, not the dominated part. Okay. And I'm going to try, I'm going to say, you know, try to convince him, like, come on, this isn't you. Throw off the control. Who's doing this to you? Okay. Make a spell attack roll. 38. 38. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. You manage to push your way past the domination. Oh, boy. Into the guard's brain. And you hear... Uh, 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 black-handed, winged woman, uh, can't resist much longer. Fight it. You can do this. Uh, all right. That was your, how many actions was that? Two. Two. You have one more action. I'm going to keep pleading with him. Okay. All right. So now it is the other guards turn and they are going to attempt to escape from the grapple. What is your athletics DC, ooh? 32. 32. All right. It's not impossible. It's just not very good. So here's my acrobatics roll. That is a critical failure. Critical failure is I don't get free and I can't attempt to escape again until my next turn. Well. And it's restrained, so I can't even like do anything. Yeah, he can't do anything. So that's his turn. He struggles to get out and just can't. It is now the top of round two, but we will deal with this next week. Wow. That's okay. We're in a good spot. Well, at least you didn't interrupt me and just <laughs> didn't give me a turn. That's fine. Do you guys think it's an Ernie's? The wings and the lady and the blackness? We can talk about this next time. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at, at @editingnate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.